It is Beard Talk Live, episode... 24. 20, we're a couple of dozen. Yeah. Oh. We have reached the glorious two dozen mark. They don't challenge old people to, like, sort of prove their tiredness. It's true. Yeah. No, no, it's so, true. Yeah. And and my father told me another trick along the same vein. If you're ever in, a, like, a strange country or, like, he went down to Mexico and chilled with aboriginal tribes and shit. Yeah. He's a, actually, it's kind of a funny story. He's a, he's a pharmacist, and he went down to the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico, and he chilled with an aboriginal tribe and brought back one of their sacred medicines, which was called salvia. Mm. Um, and I believe that was the first introduction of salvia to uh, America. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Well, salvia is one of the only uh, psychedelics that I've ever done. Oh, yeah? It's one yeah. of the it's one of the few that I haven't done actually. Oh, oh, you'll enjoy it then. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed it, and so that if that tells you anything, interesting because I um, I caught although, stories like it depends on the uh, the potency. So the first time I did it, I, I did one X, and it was great. It was pleasant. It was not overwhelming by any stretch of the imagination, uh, and it lasted I think to the minute fifteen minutes, right? Which is what mm-hmm. Selvia it's supposed to be like. It'll get, but it's way less time consuming to do one of these. It's like a mm. brief, brief hot. You smoke it like we put it in a bong or something. The next time I did it, though, I did like 10x, mm-hmm. right? So the first time, and like, I, no, I will never do Selvia again, at least not <laughs> at that potency. I, I like, I had to sit down. I was mumbling as if I were retarded. I was trying to say things, but my friends who were there were like, yep, this guy's gone for a while. I ended up mm-hmm. trying to sit down. They had to help me down to the couch, and then I ended up sliding off the couch onto the floor and spending the rest of my trip, we'll call it, the next 15 minutes, sweating profusely they call it. Sweating profusely while face down with most of my body had crawled underneath the coffee table in the living room. And oh, I'm just wow. going, yeah. Did I'll, it, like, separate itself from the rest of your body, or was it still attached? It was still attached. Oh, okay, good, good. But uh, Sounds but, uh, like you were but, fucked uh, up like a football bat. No, I just. Have you ever I was, seen a football bat? I have seen a baseball bat, but no, not a football. Bat. Oh, okay. Well, if you've ever seen a football, if you ever see a football bat in in use, you'll know that's fucked up. Okay. And now I yeah. think of bats playing football. Uh, uh, like, and anything that flies and has shoulders like that is kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. I loved. Uh, what if Batman Andy Grit Griffith did a. Uh, did did some comedy about um sports and one of the things that he or no no this was actually uh um somebody else who who said it uh hitchcock but uh but he he was talking about baseball he said in in baseball one one man is allowed uh or one one team is allowed seven men or however many it is on the field and the other team is allowed only up to four but to even the scales the uh smaller team is permitted to carry bats Uh, if Batman had a favorite NFL team and regularly rooted for this team, would he not be a football bat? He would. No, he'd no, be a f- football, football bat Batman. Man. Yes, very well. It's true. Yes. I used to have a friend who uh, we... we uh, really? Mariah, yeah. I never yeah, had a back friend. in the day, I was a much nicer person. Um but uh hogwash yeah, we, football we'll put Batman, i imagine like that, the batman <laughs> actually playing soccer 
but Which would be we always, we always used to say that she was bitten by a radioactive kitten when she was a little girl until we eventually realized that no actually she was bitten by a radioactive little girl when she was a kitten <laughs> <laughs> Bureaucracy likes to use clerical error, like booking you under the wrong name, to mm-hmm. fuck people. Yeah, they will do that right? sometimes. This isn't. Yeah, it's like sometimes it's a clerical error, but yeah. other times, it, oops, it's a clerical error. Wink, wink. Mm. Right. Well, and of course, they get away with doing it intentionally because it happens all the time accidentally anyway, so nobody knows it was intentional. Right. And it's just But expected. nobody knows it's intentional. It's just expected <laughs> with a bureaucracy. We're the government. You expect it to be you that expect shitty. competence? Yeah. <laughs> we well, don't have to be confident. Well, there'll be competence in areas that serve them. Oh, They're sure great at the, what they want to do. I'm sure the CIA is very competent. Right. Evil, but competent. Mm-hmm. Uh, measuring the output of something is something that people do every day, right? If you have, uh, uh, you know, you got your bank app or your cash app or your Venmo or whatever, right? You're you're watching your financial picture, at least through that app, uh, all the time. You're watching the output of your life's effort, right? You're earning, money's coming in, you're spending, it's going out, right? right. You're, you're watching your budget. You know, some people are more granular about watching this than others, but... Most everybody is monitoring an output of their own of some kind on a daily, if not several times a day basis. Uh, So if that's true, then how come there isn't this sort of monitoring of government? Where's the app that shows us their output, like their intent versus their output? This bill intends to do this. This bill intends to do this. But really, it's just doing this. Right. Or it's doing way more than just that. And because of that, you know, there's, well, and- like I'm saying, we don't get a fucking report card ever <laughs> from the if if it's we the people. Right. If it's for us. And but if run they told us, us, we might and, find out and all that kind yeah. of thing. And then like, they'd be fucked. Well, if I gave you, you oh, no here's, this, here's this Candy Crush app. It is a really fun game. And I give you this app and you open it and it's clearly a banking app. Okay, well, like, you don't go, oh, well, no, I'm sure the Candy Crush is in there somewhere. <laughs> you go, no, here's what this does. Here's the output. Obviously, this was designed as a bank app. Like, the the only measurable that... Uh, Although there's something to be said for uh, stealth applications. Mm, I'd love that. to have a Bitcoin wallet that if you opened it up, it looked like a Sudoku game mm. uh, or a Sudoku game. But then you hit a particular button someplace and you can see your, your wallet. So if you go through customs, you know, even if they start the app, it's like, oh, Sudoku game. Right, right. <laughs> I uh, forget how deeply they spy on us. Oh, yeah. The one measurable that I do like to look at, and I haven't looked at... My prostate? In a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so large, it's, it, it's immeasurable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is it called? It's called the debt clock. Mm. Oh yeah! So oh, no. they there was a guy. I think it was either Massey Thomas or Massey. Paul showed up with a wearable version uh-huh. of oh, the debt clock. Nice. He on built it himself. Lapel, like Fuck a flag yeah. pin. Yeah, he built it himself. Got the code off of the tra- like four hundred lines of code to run the thing, and like all of the wiring he built himself. And it's this beautiful little podium sort of uh, ridged piece. It's like wow, yeah. 
You want to start uh, marketing Kentucky. those, right? <laughs> we should we should call them up. Get this to get like you can just call up a senator. But we should actually you can. I I called a senator's office. Uh, well, I think that actually, one's just uh, the other day. I think that one's a congressman, but you know, same principle. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, who the, who the fuck was it that I called? I think it might have been Schiff, but I'm. But I'm not sure. It was somebody who posted something about the uh, First Amendment does not cover uh, hate speech, and I, uh, yeah, I yeah. called up his his office and uh, and uh, and I was like, he's passed the bar, right? Right? He's an attorney, and they were <laughs> like, yeah. And, and I said, okay, well, tell Schiff that a. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, and the First Amendment does cover hate speech. Uh-huh. And secondly, I hate him. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. Uh, well, that's literally all it covers. And then I cursed like, at her until she no, seriously, like right, the you whole don't, fucking concept. Popular of, speech. We're going need, to write things yeah. down just to make sure that we both agree that you're allowed to do this thing. You don't need to cover the fact that they might be sunshine and rainbows. I imagine them calling into Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? This is Randy. Randy. Southwest Arkansas. How are you, Randy? Oh, I do pretty good. Hey, do you have a beard? Do you have a beard? A beard? Yeah. Uh, No, I cut it off today. Okay. Want to buy one? Uh, Too late. No, I don't want to buy one. (laughs) (laughs) What's on your mind, Randy? Well... They talk about these policemen that brutalize people, sometimes kill them. There was this book catalog one time, and they were trying to sell this book. I can't remember the name of it, The Psychopath or The Sociopath Next Door. Okay. And it said one out of four people is either a psychopath or a sociopath. So I think police departments should, should have a mental health center. Okay, that's that's way overstated. So there is something like that going on. Now, there, there's this incredibly tiny amount of uh, minority of actual psychopaths and sociopaths. The thing is, yeah. what we have is a system that makes people act like psychopaths and sociopaths to get ahead because the gatekeepers are all psychopaths and sociopaths. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, not just that, but think of the nature of of a popularity contest if you tell the truth some people aren't going to like you right no matter what your truth is but if you tell a different lie to each person you can make more people like you and that's a lot easier to do if you're a psychopath or a sociopath right i've I've heard this thing that uh the best people will say the worst things about themselves. And and other people condemn people like that. Well, if you're self-critical, you're a lot more likely to whittle your terrible parts off, at least. Now, well, it shows you got a conscience. Yeah. yeah. And that you're self-aware, right? Yeah. And that, uh, yeah. yeah. And you, probably not narcissistic because right. they think they're perfect. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and when you're whittling parts off yourself, the tricky part is to make sure that you're building yourself up at the same time. Yeah. And vice versa. Uh, if what you're good at is uh, building yourself up, then you got to make sure that you whittle off parts of you that are not yeah, functional. Yeah, but there's this, there's this piece of philosophy that says 
the perfect or the enemy of the good by Voltaire the Frenchman. And you don't want to be perfect. I think the sociopaths and psychopaths try to be perfect. Hmm. Hmm. So... An I interesting mean, fact I learned about uh, the Old Testament, the word perfect there actually isn't uh, what we think of as perfect, like without flaw. It's functional. Okay. So when it commands you, be ye therefore perfect, it's be functional. Yeah. Which is a lot more reasonable. That's something I'm lacking now, being functional. What if I could just be funky? <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Play that funky music, white boy. White boy. <laughs> yeah. Nice falsetto. That's a bit like a hippie. Those days passed. Not for me. Well, okay. I mean, I think hippies still exist, although I think oh, many yeah. many of them became yuppies. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Butter. Rich okay, that sounds like uh, Archer suffering from his tinnitus. Mwop, mwop. Back straps <laughs> and butter. I have a Ted Nugent cookbook. Wait, you have to and tell the listeners who you are. Who, who the fuck are you? Yeah, we asked, we asked you a question. He just expects them to who, know who, this already. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are I? This is major fucking pain. There we yeah, are. Very good. All right, now go ahead. Okay, so I have a Ted Nugent cookbook. I heard about this and thing. You know what he said about animal rights? He said they have massive rights to garlic and butter. <laughs> what the fuck did he just say? Uh, In Ted Nugent's uh, cookbook, he says that animals have rights. Why would you to garlic and butter? Why would you they have, have a, lefts as well? <laughs> Cook both sides. Why would you have a book dedicated to the cooking of Ted Nugent? <laughs> well, I don't know him. Some people like wife. long pig. Hey, hey, this is an interesting story too, because he met his wife. She was a titty dancer at uh, the landing strip, I believe which was a high-cliff titty bar right outside of Metro Airport. I got thrown and, out of the landing strip the one man. time I went there. But, yeah, he, uh, he, he and I, when I was a, a young warthog, I had a tendency to be. Uh, at the titty bar? At the titty bar. And I took a couple few, and uh, it was, it was good. one I, one I really regret losing. She was a good girl. Oh, yeah? She didn't belong in the damn titty bar, you know? And, uh, so you, like, well, you went to the titty bar. I, wait, I, wait, I, hang on, hang on. You went to the titty bar. You treated it as your personal uh, shopping experience and took home <laughs> a model that you thought was both uh, budget conscious and attractive. Corrupt, uh, sir. Oh, See, God, I'd usually man. go I to, mean, you ever been to Henry VIII's, bro? Yes. <laughs> oh god we used to go out to henry the eights and uh we'd tell somebody oh i'm going to going to henry the eights and they'd be like why and i'd be like it's a cesspool i love it <laughs> <sighs> sounds classy yeah 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 nobody i'm surprised we never met um yeah, well, I was I was over in Ann Arbor, 
and and I, I was I, I spent a lot of my time at, at AA meetings, so you know that would be like meeting a vampire in a garlic factory. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I grew up in Ypsilanti. No, you didn't. You grew up in Ipsy, bro. No, I'm, I'm saying he didn't grow up. Well, you can't bust his balls for that now, because if you don't grow up by the time you're 50, you don't have to. That's the rule. <laughs> I made it! <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you saying there, there Major? I, I do believe I've defiled every rule I've been challenged with, but and I also believe I attended the first hash bash. No shit! Seventy-three. Wow. See, the hash bash was actually the inspiration for the 420 rally that I had out on the uh, out on the common in in Keene. Um, Dude, I I have been digging and ditching and dogging my whole damn life, Captain. I got a story for you about a '72 Cuda. I bought. I taught Pegasus to fly. When I was only fourteen years old. So this was was this before Pegasus met Perseus? I remember you telling a story about one of your uh, almost. You know, if you're going to tell a tall tale, you may as well tell one about teaching Pegasus to fly. No, uh, that's not the tale I told. Uh, Yes, you are correct, uh, Major. Uh, There was an event in my life where uh, a friend of my brother's had a name. he told me it was a 72 Cuda with a 446 pack in it, which is supposed to be a kick-ass, badass motor. Uh, it's the yeah. only time I've ridden in a car where uh, I seen a guy step on the gas pedal, and uh, as the speedometer went up, the gas gauge went down. <laughs> yes, sir. I think that I, always I happens. Had... It's just not usually perceptible. Yeah, right? this was definitely perceptible. I got a, a story for you about history. Uh, I, I know you appreciate some history here and there. Um, I think it was, what was his name? Like something Holden, I think it was. But there was this uh, uh, really high in the in the Black Panthers guy who had um, built a bridge between him and the, uh, the Southerners. Now, they had moved up to Chicago and they had their own gang and had the, uh, the Confederate flag as their symbol. And he forged such a bond with them that they were in the process of giving up the the Confederate flag, which was their whole like organization symbol, wow. to hmm. get along better with the with the Black Panthers. Hmm. And of course, the guy who brokered this kind of peace was assassinated by the FBI. I think it was surprise. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Can't have these poor yeah. people liking each other and hating us together. <laughs> if if you're going to become a political activist in in America, it's always good to know what you're working for. And if you reach the top of your profession, the pinnacle, you'll know it because you get a prize. Bullet in the brain pan. Squish. Yep. Yeah. Wonder how many men there is in the tomb of the unknown soldier, eh? I got another tale for you. None, they're dead. I never heard of. <laughs> you know the, the, the Michigan Ohio border wars. The only time that the states fought against the state, other than maybe the revolution and the Civil War. Hmm. Yeah, I think there were some states involved in the revolution. Oh, or the Civil War. No, well, there was a place 
we we Michigan and Ohio both wanted Menominee mm-hmm. Bay. Menominee is a pretty good sized river. Comes out just in the north end of Lake Erie. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> so we both mustered our militias and uh, had a fishing match for a minute. And, and then uh, there was another river, so everybody was happy. Mustered well, your militias? No, was it Dijon, or was it straight-up yellow? Man, or? I didn't know the major had militias. Well, after the pissing contest, it was straight-up yellow. <laughs> <laughs> How come you didn't have a ketchup militia or a miracle so whip militia? You are a constant pain in my cranium. Is it a major pain? Is it a major pain? Or you want me to tell you the fucking story? <laughs> uh, either's good yeah i think we'll share the responsibility yeah, i think that's right, fair so so um we have this pissing match between ohio and michigan and uh michigan i think had either not been a state or had only been a state for a couple three years hmm. but ohio had more representatives <clears throat> in congress and whatnot so they had more standing. standing. Jesus Christ, so, how old are you, dude? <laughs> Don't hack up a lung, bro. We had standing. He just—he went back in the cave speak or something. I'm not sure what's happening. I had a, a slot goober in my end, and I just kept talking through it. <laughs> a a slot goober. Hey. Snot goober, yes. So anyway, the good thing about it is it was this, there was only like a 10, maybe 30-mile-wide piece of property going all the way from the bottom of Lake Michigan to the bottom of Lake Huron that was contested. It was called the Toledo Strip during this year war. And uh, That's not another strip club, is it? Michigan didn't have as much standing in in Congress and all that kind of crap, but uh, so Toledo got awarded the Ohio Strip, but what we got awarded... Ohio got awarded the Toledo Strip. You got that backwards. Yes, and and Michigan got awarded the Upper Peninsula. Ah. (laughs) And all of Wisconsin rejoiced. (laughs) So that's where the mitten comes from. In Japan... They have like forty-two classifications for the kind of drunk that you oh, are. Oh, that's fantastic! And the the really amazing thing, though, is that in Japan, drunkenness is actually a defense for criminal charges, like insanity is here. Oh, I'm sorry, I was drunk. Which you know, if you if you want, you know, you can tell that the Japanese are very law-abiding people because if you did right. that here, it's like, oh wow, I want to go whack this guy, but I can't. Better get drunk first. Hang on, but I gotta, can do it. Hang on, I gotta <laughs> just put Japan down on potential places to move to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beard to talk live, not beer talk live. Sorry, I'm starting to understand why they have such a strict immigration policy in Wisconsin. <laughs> In Japan. Oh. So a bunch of Wisconsinites don't move there. Exactly. <laughs> and get away with everything because they're right. damn cheeseheads. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, well, I only know a handful of, like, so there's, you know, there's uh, Buzzed, and then there's Tipsy, and then there's Drunk, and no, then there's Hammered. No, I think hammered. he's talking about, like, uh, more like titles. Like, so uh, there is, uh, there's recreational drinking, mm. right, which is just having a couple of beers to be social, right? Uh, there's uh, competitive drinking. This is drinking games, right? So, uh you know, beer pong, up and down the river, right? Uh, there's all sorts of drinking games. Uh, we invented one called Shotgun Louie. It's pretty great. Uh, it was a dice game, uh, and it was very uh, Yahtzee-like, poker, right? Five of a kind, five sixes beats everything else. You can get a full house. Whoever gets the best out of two rolls gets to give away as many drinks as there are players. So if you got like six, eight people playing this game, it gets pretty intense really quick. And uh, one of the rules you had, though, was uh, when you roll the dice, if one of them rolls off the bar or whatever surface you're playing the dice game on, mm-hmm. that anybody can go grab that dice. And if somebody other than you gets it, they get to roll that dice, and that's how many drinks you have to take for oh, as a penalty man. for rolling the dice off of the surface. And so, of course, like people like skinned elbows like and fractured wrists, like diving for the dice to like <laughs> you know roll and make some other mo- motherfucker drink a bunch, right? You know? <laughs> Uh, there were there were ways you would give out the drink. So if you had, uh, let's say, six people were playing the game, and uh, and I won. Now I get to give away six drinks however I see fit. I can give all six to you. I can give all six to you. I give three and three. I could go, everybody drink one, and that's called a sociable, where everybody just drinks one. Mm-hmm. Uh, any way you see fit. And uh, one drink equals one ounce. So if you're drinking wine, it's an ounce of wine. If you're drinking beer, it's an ounce of beer. If it's booze, you shouldn't be playing this game. <laughs> Because you'll get fucked up in like <laughs> half of a hand or so. Yeah, um, but, that's kind of what, what drinking games are for. Yeah. So uh, yeah, all sorts of craziness ensued. Uh, people got hurt, of course, and uh, but so competitive well, drinking. Uh-huh. But if you picked liquor, you now, wouldn't feel it. Now, now then, there's also uh, a lips different that touch. Liquor will never touch mine. Your lips know my liquor. <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. May West. There's also uh, something a little more intense than that Like I call mission drinking, mm. and that is when uh, a man is simply on a mission to get fucking blackout drunk, mm. right? That's when okay. you just go, and you're like, I don't even care. I just want to be numb, and like I'm just going to drink until I'm blackout drunk. They can't stop us. We're on a mission from God. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, that night, no. It's 108 miles to Chicago. <laughs> Uh, we got a full tank, tank of, of gas, gas, a half, half a pack, pack of, of cigarettes. cigarettes. It's, it's nighttime, and, and we're wearing, wearing sunglasses. sunglasses. Let's hit, hit it. it. <laughs> so, I ended up Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. That's the noise the SWAT team made. Yeah. Every person on the SWAT team would just run and go, and the more people that are in the scene, the more huts you would hear. And they're repelling down the, down the, the unnecessarily repelling down the side of a building in like yeah, a like car chase hunt. scene. Right? <laughs> but they're going, hut, 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 the entire time. It's hilarious. Yeah, the car had driven into the lobby of the building on the ground floor. So apparently people decided to go up to the top of the building and then <laughs> the repel, repel down. down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so much more impressive that way. I mean, if I was going to have, you know, a bunch of commandos show up, rappelling down the side of a building unnecessarily is a really good in- intimidation tactic. Yeah. But if you're going commando, don't wear a skirt. That's true. Isn't that 
Isn't that what, what you do with the kilt? Unless it's a battle skirt. <laughs> like a kilt? Yes. A kilt is That would absolutely... be a much better name for kilts. Battle skirt? Yeah. That's what it is. I know, but like that would be a more a proper name, I think. Well, that's, right? that's just that's how, just how you translate kilt into American. Not English, because English it translates into blanket. Mm-hmm. But American translates into battle skirt. I said to somebody today, if America didn't have a tradition of shooting tyrants, we'd still be speaking English. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Oh, speaking of England, here's some fucked up shit. They are hiring their central bank digital currency uh, head. Well, let me give you my tip for uh, hunting bear. Hmm. If you're going to go hunting bear with a twenty-two rifle, what you want to do... You, you get yourself a metal file before you go out, and you take it and you file the front sight <laughs> off that rifle, and and that way, when you shoot the bear, uh, it, it won't hurt as much when he takes that rifle away from you and shoves it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, and what, sand it into a bayonet so that you'll have some chance against the bear? I mean, anywho. I don't know. I'd rather, if I was taking out a bear, I'd rather have a twenty-two and try and shoot him in the eye than have a fucking bayonet. Because in order to do anything with a bayonet, you have to be close to him. Yeah, your twenty-two is going to do absolutely nothing. The chances of you hitting something in the eye are like nothing. If it's going up your ass, though, is it is it more of a gayonet? Uh, I don't know. So You'd have to ask the, Gaddafi um, about that. Oh, history burn. Yeah, serves him right trying to take oil for gold. What were we talking about? Um, Muammar Gaddafi, who was murdered by the federal government. Because he tried uh, to go to the gold standard? Yep. Well, he tried to issue a, a gold currency. currency right, yeah. Uh, which is what the Koran requires, is my understanding. There, the Koran really? is, is all about the the gold. So I, well, so I'll I'm be told. damned. Something I really like about them. Mm. Yeah, mostly, the it's like okay, you're a ripoff of Abrahamic religion, except that you're a shining example of what to be as a fucking warlord. Uh, that is under some debate. Um, because I'm, uh, but I can't debate it because I don't have any of the information. There's (laughs) there's nothing that I can gather in the Bible that tells you that you have to have a gold currency. And frankly, it's a great commandment. It really is. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Are you? It's true. Uh-huh. It's why he should run your life, but not. Why in I should have written the Bible, but not in the classic <laughs> sense, right? I would have put the. I would have put the. How uh, dare you say that nobody should have written the Bible? Um. Yeah. Get, well, I would have put the gold standard in and and left the murder the gay part out, and uh, that would have made things better. Yeah, certainly. The murder the gay part. He would have left that out. Yeah, well, the part where where they're they're. I doesn't mean, tell you to murder them. I mean, I. I because depends on the translation. I mean, I just, it says don't I would do say it, just, but it doesn't say murder sell, these people. Just sell no, them that's... weed, because if a man lieth with another man, he shall be stoned. 
Right. So uh, here's how telling them to get high. No, 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 first. that's a fair point. So here's how stoning works. What that means is, okay, you have violated the rules of our community, and we're going to throw rocks at you. Now, what that means is, get the fuck out of here. You have violated the rules of our society. That's okay. not how they do it now. That, now they bury them to the neck. Well, then they get stoned. Well, that's fucking evil. Like, okay, if you want to take this commandment and be absolutely evil instead of humane, you can do it. Or you can throw rocks at them until they go away. Nobody and if they're an absolute Jehovah. obstinate bastard, then they'll just stand there and be like, no, fuck you. And then they die. Ooh. Or you can leave. Go. Go away. Government. The modern version of stoning. Yeah. But you need not feel so all alone. But you. Because everybody must get stoned. Sarbark's a sneaky, sneaky fucker. So well, he's a he, professor of political science. Right. He teaches people how to be sneaky for a living. Uh-huh. So he sneaks in, put, uh, gets put on all the ballots because he knows exactly who to get where and all of that. So uh, he, he still uh, he steals the entire like uh, uh, libertarian vote. So he's still running the party. He's huh? just doing it completely illegally. That doesn't yep. make any sense. Yep, sure doesn't. What it would, in what sense is he running the party? Because he receives 100% of the Libertarian Party votes. Well, I mean, it doesn't... I mean, you can't make somebody vote for somebody they don't want to vote for. If they want to vote for Sarwick, But you can make sure that it's Sarwick. the Libertarian name on the ticket. Um, maybe you can. <laughs> well, he can. Um, Even though it's illegal. Yep. Why is it illegal? Oh, so there's really specific laws governing uh, how you're supposed to conduct a campaign. Like, uh, campaign laws are extremely strict, and he violated absolutely all of them. So, like, the formation of the party, it has to follow its bylaws. It's pretty simple. I mean, it's like a piece of code, really. Like, if you do what's in the script, then you're valid. And if you don't do what's in the script, then you're invalid. So he just didn't do what was in the script. What would happen if you tried to write code in English? which is a language fit only for poetry. Um, <laughs> Fair. Um, I haven't so, been listening to a word you guys have said, but I have when, in when the I meantime was, uh, let, me, let me finish this one, okay, one right, thought, and then we'll pass on to the next thing. When I was uh, a younger and a minarchist, one of the things that I wanted to do was like team up with a lawyer and a linguist and basically develop a language that was like a programming language so that it was, for example, completely unambiguous and it had control structures and, and, and that kind of thing for writing laws in uh, so that um, you never had to... Uh, so, so that you could write unambiguous laws that could actually be mm. uh, enforced reasonably and didn't well, require. And now you all actually can do that. Repetition. Just as uh, you, you can do that, smart if contracts. You, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can. You just write it in money. Like money is the language that if you write that sort of script law into, it mm-hmm. follows it like a script and it affects the universe like a law. So here's my coin of the week. Token of the week, whatever you want to call right, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, this, this is how this one works. Um, when you open a wallet, you enter into 
a uh, a contract. Mm-hmm. It's called Human Coin, and what the contract says is you will not initiate force or advocate the initiation of force against any other human. Okay, and the uh, and also by getting this Human Coin wallet. Um, the the other thing in the in the form that signs you up is you resign from your race, and you join the human race. Okay, and that's our slogan: join the human race. Weren't you already human though? Uh, well, you were, but you know you you can you can be a lot of things. I can be a man. I can be a human. I can be an American. I can be a felon. Um, I can be a, uh, a really impressive lover if I'm properly incentivized. Incentivized. Um, but so so you're basically just changing changing the the aspect that you're you're, you're changing your tribe. Mm. Okay. Well, so you're the thing with that though my is my tribe is humanity. Okay. The so, thing with that, I'm though, is that if you use it as a, a cryptocurrency, you rely on an oracle. So you have to have some manner of selection process for how you tell which things are facts. Yeah. Facts? Yeah. Like, facts. Like, oh. it is cold out. It is hot out. Like, mm-hmm. it is, uh, the, the wind is this miles per hour. Like, facts. It is light in this room is a fact. I can mm-hmm. I can tell because I can see you. Well, I mean, you could definitely, uh, I mean, what the blockchain would give you would be the ability to embed that historical information in the chain. Hey, this is, I'm just Josh and you. Hey, Josh. Hey, Hey, Josh. Josh I am Josh. (laughs) What's on your mind? Well, I was trying to listen to you. I had a bunch of friends over earlier, and I kept telling them, hey, Beard Talk Live is on. We need to listen to this. And I, I kept trying to get everybody to listen to it, and it kept cutting out. My internet must suck or something. <laughs> huh. yeah. Or it's a well, conspiracy. I the effort. It's a conspiracy. They don't, they don't want you to know what we're talking about here on Beard Talk Live. You know, I do well, I got, wonder I got, that like every time because something. the programs I listen to are always full of, like, they do not want you to know any of this. Uh, I'm sorry. That, that's what I'm. I was thinking. I was totally thinking that too. And and I even said that. And everyone thinks I'm a conspiracy theorist or something. Well, do you have a beard? Well, it's unfalsifiable. There's no way to you know. know yes, sir. He does nice. have a beard. Groovy. Well, and it, the reason, the only reason why I called is I just put uh, the lime in the coconut video. and drank it all up. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Dilson. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, uh, I, I actually refer- referenced you guys in a, in a video I just put on YouTube. Uh, uh-huh. Well, th- I, I had some clips of your show, I think, from two weeks ago. Because okay. I, I was working on a snowmobile, and I was just like, eh, uh, I don't think this is going anywhere, and I want to listen to some people talking, you know? And, and uh, well, I, 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 that, that's okay, isn't it? Like, I don't. To listen to well, us while you're listening to a snowmobile while you're working on That's just some people talking. I mean, your freedom is walking. I, I mean, if you've been listening, you, you probably know that we're all uh, anarchist type, libertarian mm-hmm. type, cool. right? So, well, yeah, yeah. You know, do what you want. 
I mean, well, I, I'd appreciate I, I it if you didn't make us. I kept saying, I kept saying, "Hey, Beard Talk Live," you know, and uh, I, well, I appreciate like, well, you summon, okay. summoning us like Beetlejuice. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, just say it three times into the mirror. Was there a mirror? <laughs> if you want to stand, Beard like you know, in a town square with a you know, sort of a, a what looks like a protest sign or something that just says. Uh, the end is nigh. Listen to Beard Talk Live. Hey, there you go. That'd be oh, awesome. I fucking love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't do enough adver- We don't do any advertising, really. I mean. Well, I, I think I, I did some for you. I, I, it, it's like, shit, in six hours, I think I got over 100 views. <laughs> you want to be our director of Sweet. public relations? We don't have one of those. It's true. <laughs> no, he's just by de facto that move alone. He's officially distribution. Mm, there you go. There you go. How's this for decentralized That's right. autonomous organization? Not only do we not pay him, but he does it of his own voluntary volition. Right. Yeah. Well, well yeah, if you well, want to sell some advertising, we can do reads for you if you want. Oh, my God. That would be fucking awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm only into uh, episode two of Josh Graham show. And uh, I, I, <laughs> that would be really cool. Josh Graham show? <laughs> Yeah, I, I well, you might be able to look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Is it on YouTube? Yeah, that's okay. That's where I uploaded that too. It, Do you have an Odyssey bad. channel? Well, no, I tried to, and they wouldn't let me because I didn't have enough followers on uh, on YouTube. Damn. Um, well, so I, all I, that means is you can't uh, automatically have it suck down your comment, your content. You can create a completely independent um, Odyssey channel, and the only thing is you have to upload uh, each episode by hand until you get to that number of followers, and then you tell it to watch your channel and do it automatically. I actually came up with an interesting idea. We've been talking about trying to do a, a writing project, and I actually came up with an interesting idea for it yesterday if we wanted to give it a trial run uh, on, on a short story. And basically the plot line that I came up with is this guy is a pharmaceutical researcher. And so what they're doing is they're doing directed evolution mm-hmm. of, uh, of a virus, and then they're tailoring a vaccine to this new virus that they've mm-hmm. uh, that they've developed. Perfect cash and then cow. they're just filing both of them away. Um, and 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 that's that's how it stands and for a gee, little while. It be but there's terrible a problem. If one of our variants came out, say every year. Mm-hmm. But oh. but but there's a problem, which is that um, the the number of, of of like if you imagine evolution as a chessboard, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the number that of of ste- next steps for any given organism is vast, right? And even if you produce a vast number of these uh, virus. Uh, vaccine pairs uh, it's, it's going like to be what they call a vanishingly <laughs> small number of the number of possibilities. So the problem that they have is out of the millions of possibilities uh of of uh of, of variants that that evolve, none of the ones that they've caught 
that they've that they've already created are actually uh, there, but then the researcher who's been paid mostly in stock options, mm-hmm. uh, well, he's got a gambling problem, mm. and he's also fucking his lab assistant, and she's pregnant, <laughs> and he we can't afford it. So he finds a fifty percent fatal version of the COVID that they developed, and he infects his little lab assistant with it. We should take a minute to make fun of Josh and his, uh, I'm guessing, kitchen noises that we heard throughout that. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was putting dishes. No, no, it's okay. I just, based on the sound alone, I made an educated guess. I was like, yeah, he like finished his dinner or something. He put some plates in the sink, maybe. We believe in testicular rupture on this show. (laughs) Gotta bust people's balls. Balls said balls. the queen, if I had him, I'd be king. Nuts said the prince, I've got him and I'm not king. Crap said the king, and 30,000 subjects squatted and strained. For in those days, the king's word was law. That's not. That sounds like Shakespeare or something. Uh, no, it's, it's part of a poem, and I've never found the whole thing, but there are, but there, but there are parts of it. That I've it's that I've run across. Whatever. There's another hunk. And the other day, upon the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. <laughs> I wish he would just go away. <laughs> so it, I, was, it sounds like something nobody would say. Nobody <laughs> would say a thing like that. <laughs> nobody would believe it if he heard it. Well, yeah. I, so speaking I, of what sorry, was heard, I, 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 I heard I the. I didn't a the you guys. Yeah, you're not at all, man. I heard a theory that uh, we got for lots the first, of lines. That for the first 200 I mean, years, it was well line. known that Shakespeare yeah, yeah. was a, a compilation of of writers. Well, I mean, there's oh, yeah, there's a lot oh, of, of that, that's debate. That's common knowledge now, isn't it? Isn't that common knowledge? No, it's it's not common knowledge. It is absolutely fucking not common knowledge. It is. is, There there are a number of theories as to who wrote um, the works of Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, I subscribe to the theory that it it was written either by the guy we know as William Shakespeare or by another man of the same name. Um, And the reason that I say that is because, well... When you read Hamlet and somebody says, uh, well, who wrote that? Well, Shakespeare did. So that's what we call him because the only thing we know is the place. But a lot of people yeah. believe that it was Richard DeVere, I think is his name. Oh, I've heard that, yeah. Um, and there's that, some good evidence whoa, 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 wait, because, wait, wait. for example. That wrote it or that gathered the people to write it? That actually, well, this theory is that uh, he actually did did the writing. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? I can tell you, it's not the police. Oh, thank God for that. Although, they're probably fucking listening. I can listening. tell you who I am, but then I'd have to kill you. Exactly. So, uh, I'd like to put in a request for the outro song. For what? For the end of the show. What makes you think that's a requestable thing? I can't even get him to play things. Yeah, I already have something queued up, by well, the way. Because I think, but it, it's for a specific purpose. Well, okay. That doesn't mean that Is it's up, for, that it's up for a request. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'd like to hear Ice-T, Cop Killer. All right. Huh. So, well, that's kind so, of funny, because I'd like to hear Ice-T, No Lives Matter. I'd like to uh, hear uh, Ice-T as uh, my preferred beverage when I go out to restaurants. Well, you've never heard of Ice-T before, no? 
rock band. You mean like uh, Body Count? Yeah. Yeah, Body Count. <laughs> and SVU. I'm familiar. Uh, I actually I like them. Have you heard? Uh, have you heard? No lives matter. Yeah, I didn't know he did uh, one called No Lives Matter. Yeah, it's actually it's actually really interesting. He starts out talking about uh, about black uh, Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and and then he says, "But when you really get down to it, nobody's life matters to the government, but their lives." Fucking a. you know, and and yep. and that's that's something. No lives matter. It, yeah, if I can if I can arrange it, I'm going to sell T-shirts that say this at, at uh, Porkfest. Mm-hmm. Have that's, the Black Lives what? Matter on the front of it, uh, but no, instead of black, and on the back of it, cops kill everyone. Exactly. Yeah. When they do. Uh, caller, did you announce your name? Um, I'm a, an anonymous caller. An anonymous oh, okay. caller. Okay, uh, all right, I have to pick a name for you then. Uh, just we a random name. you. Randomly, I'm just going to pick Rob out of the out of the air. <laughs> so that's going to be your randomly selected name tonight. All right, whatever. <laughs> well, by the way, I appreciate you uh, suppressing a cuss earlier when you were talking about the bullshit. So, yeah. wait, wait. Well, on, on this show, it's fine. Fuck exactly, that. exactly. Fuck. Oh, he was on the other show? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I could tell him. He, I could tell he was like, it was this close. All right, Rob, uh, pop quiz time. You ready? Okay. What are the seven words? Shit, piss, cunt, cock, suck a motherfucker, and tits. That's only six. Miss fucked. Yep. He miss fucked? He, he no, miss fucked. He I miss hate fucked. when I miss fucked. Yes. Yeah. God, I, I miss fucked the other day. Although, uh, he does get credit for uh, rapidness and enunciation. It's, it's true. true. Exactly. I misfucked the other day by just a couple of inches, and cam, she was pissed. <laughs> I thought I'd let you guys put in the last word. Fuck. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. Rob's yep, playing yep. verbal gymnastics with us. Nice. Yep. Yep. Which, yep, yep, which yep. is surprising, really. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he could talk. <laughs> <laughs> he only calls every week. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's A for effort. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's for sure. It's true. Right. It's true. What were you calling well, about tonight, Rob? Um, nothing really in particular. I mean, uh, oh, way to be prepared. You know, <laughs> Come on, you um, call into wait. the call-in show on on the air on the radio air with what? something to talk about, and you were pissed, man. He calls and beer talk live. So. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just decided to call. What it's, was he pissed well, about? It's, uh, it's, emo- it's emotionally draining. Cops killing know? people. Yeah, well, I hate you know, that. Right? Cops kill people and stuff like that. And now, I will say I don't agree with your assessment that it's like a 50-50 shot at this point, but I mean, it expresses the sentiment properly. Like, who oh, the God, fuck do you knows have any what idea? your probabilities are if you no, suddenly no, encounter? No, 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 That fucking nonsense, 50% shots. Yeah, there are a lot of traffic traffic stops right. every day in the United States. If if half of those people were getting fucking killed, we would be well <laughs> aware of it. Well, that was the end of the human species. Yeah, I'd be like... I decided that instead of fines for speeding, you just start shooting 50% of them. No, there's way yeah. too many times they pull people over. Yeah. Although, beware the car shortage. 
Not for to if mention- the government goes short of cars, they might start doing that. They're mm. like, we're commandeering this vehicle. Blam. Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? My name's Macy. Hello, Macy. Welcome to Beard Talk Live. Do you have a um, beard? No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to bet. Where are, you, where are you calling from, Macy? Arizona. All right. What's going on? You're on. You're, you're live. You're on the show. Talking about uh, police officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a code of ethics that's disgusting. I mm. was married to a deputy reserve. Uh-huh. Um, little rat is a nice word. Um, anyways, uh, I have been harassed, threatened, beaten, raped, robbed, um, burglarized. Police were involved in 50% of this stuff, and I live in fear every day. I'm white, disabled, and senior, and when they talk about police officers or cops, they all stick together. They lie, cheat, and do whatever they do for each other, and if you don't play the game in the department, they give you the nasty shift to make your life miserable, and if you don't play the game then they roust you like you have no idea. So and like I said, so this ahead. that happened to you, this was at the hands of police? Uh, burglary to my house, uh, stealing guns from me, uh, accusing me of doing drugs when I don't, mm. ransacking the house, uh, dealing with uh, the corruption that I have to deal with, good old boy white trash in Arizona. That was allowed to murder my pets, harassment, Jeez. threats. Um, they pulled me over just because they can yeah. on the highway. Uh, I'm drifting and I'm not. Didn't turn my blinker on, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, just There's no well, record of any of this because it disappears and it doesn't exist. Well, this is well, how they protect as, their as brothers. As an old hippie, I know exactly <laughs> how that goes, and I'll, and I'll tell you. Um, I've, I've got some, some, some advice that I generally give out in these situations, which is, uh, basically if you're going to divorce a cop, plan on being someplace else. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Right? (laughs) Seriously. Because the thing is, uh... Although the cops, wherever you go, are probably going to be equally corrupt, they don't yes. know your ex-husband. Right. So oh, that makes it safer for you. Yeah, they won't target you because they you don't know, know you. Um, I ran away because this little punk with a badge beat me, tried murdering me, had somebody cut the brakes on a vehicle he insisted I drive, which made me disabled. Jesus. And I wasn't dead. He was mad. Um, he, the cops, when they came to tell him I was in an accident, he told him I was in the morgue. Well, he went to the hospital, to the morgue, and I wasn't there. So then he's really mad. So he comes upstairs and he starts screaming at me that I totaled his truck and uh, all this other stuff. So I ran from where I live to here, and he stole drugs from a sheriff's department in California and put them on my moving truck. I had uh, four boxes of drugs. I probably could have been very wealthy to sell them since I didn't use them. And I get a knock at my door saying, uh, we have a warrant search for drugs. I go, I don't do drugs. And uh, 
they came in and they threatened me that I'm going to jail because I sell drugs, do drugs. And the little creep that I divorced said he was going to get even with me, pay me back with uh, how dare me divorce him because I made him look bad. He's five foot two. His belt and his gun and his vest weighed more than he did. So after he fails to murder you, he frames you for drug charges. We tried, and uh, the cops were ticked off because my garage was full of packed boxes. I hadn't gotten much of it unpacked. And they started tearing the house apart, and they went out to the garage, and uh, we went to search your garage. Like, I'm fine. So I opened the garage door and it's boxes, right? I mean, it just moved. And uh, when are you going to pack these? I don't know. I said I was in an accident and I have a spinal injury. I have a brace on me with uh, metal stays that acts like I have a 45 on me to keep my spine stable. And so anyways, they go, oh, we don't, we don't want to go through all this shit. Excuse me. We don't want to go no, through all a, this no, shit. You can shit. The point. You can, we can shit, okay. So anyways, they're standing there, and they go, well, when are you going to pack this? I go, I don't know. I said, I, I haven't unpacked much of anything. I can't lift, can't move, can't twist, can't do much. And so anyways, when they left, I took two pain pills, got on a nine-foot ladder, and started going through the garage trying to figure out how come they came to my house and accused me of having and doing drugs. Uh, episode 24 is in the books.